to set the scene of this episode, I have a song for you. And for sure you know it. So close your eyes and listen to this. Let's go. Oh, this brought back some good memories, didn't it? When uh, we used to sit down and watch Pokemon, watch Ash trying to conquer the world and becoming the best Pokemon master there is. This kind of cartoons really inspired a generation. And I'm not sure if it inspired in a good way. Everyone keeps saying that millennials were taught that they can achieve anything. Anything they want to achieve. And that's not true, is it? Now, a lot of us are depressed. Because it turns out it's really not as easy as they told us. It's not just put our mind into something and it will miraculously appear. You have to work hard. And uh, work hard is something that uh, a lot of us were not taught. We just thought that we would get all the medals. I have been watching a lot of Pokemon lately. And if you remember my last episode on Thursday, last week I was not feeling good. It was a terrible week, actually. After coming from my semi-holidays, the ones where I neither work or relaxed, I was ready, I was ready to start working, start a new week. But then I got sick. I got this nasty, nasty cold, and I had fever, and I couldn't move. I was just laying down on the couch, doing nothing. I tried to work, but to be honest, there was no way I could do anything. This really made me also appreciate my health, because if I just have an unhealthy body even if it's just a few degrees of fever i can just not do anything and uh, that really sucks and i really have to appreciate the fact that i most of the days have a healthy body and a healthy mind and i can just work but after these days of sickness when i finally started feeling good i decided to get back to work i recorded last episode and my first task, the task that I wanted to restart my productive journey, was to create a script that would automatically generate a video out of all my 240-something episodes and upload them to YouTube. Everything with a script, because I'm a developer and I would never, never do this manually. So I spent the whole day doing this, trying to find scripts and GitHub and things that are already working. And if you are a developer yourself, you know that these things rarely work out of the bat. 
normally you have to tweak and make it work for your machine and everything. So that's basically what I did. I spent the whole day trying to do that and I was achieving little wins and then I was able to create a video, then I was able to upload it and then I was able to put everything together. And once I was ready, once I was ready to hit the start button, I felt really good. I felt that I had achieved something. So I hit enter and I saw this beautiful terminal with black and white materializing in front of me and I saw all the lines of code working and suddenly, bam, it crashed. And I'm used to crashing, I'm used to errors. Again, I'm a developer, so this is part of our job. But what really annoyed me was the error message because it stated that I have ran out of API credits. To upload my videos to YouTube, of course, I need to use the YouTube API and apparently they have a very restricted limit. A limit that only allows me to upload 10 videos and I ran out before uploading a single video because I had a bunch of bugs and I was trying to fix stuff. That got me super upset because the only thing I could do was apply for a bigger extension, which is something that you can do. You have to fill in a form, but obviously it's not instantaneously. You need to wait for them to review your case. And to be honest, most of the cases, they never actually give you the extension. At least that's what I feel. So... I felt really, really frustrated. I had spent another day of work for what? For nothing? Yeah, that was really, really shit. And it kind of sent me to a spiral of bad thoughts. And I, I really spent the next days in this drought of sorrow. I am getting to my 30s. And... I think I'm kind of having this, what is it, like quarter of life crisis, or it's not even quarter, it's like, oh, I don't want to think about it. When you're getting to your 30s, you feel like your youth is kind of disappearing, and now you're really getting into adulthood. And I know that youth varies according to your culture and everything. Some For some people, youth ends at your 20s, and for others, I guess, at your 40s, I don't know. But let's be honest, 30s are the time to get serious. It's, you start feeling a lot of pressure. You start feeling the pressure of settling down and getting a family and buying a house and basically getting serious to get a stable income and finances and everything. But I am not there. I decided to quit my job about a month ago and every month, when I look to my bank account, I see less. I don't see more. And of course, that this means that I cannot afford these small things. I obviously cannot afford a house or a car or anything, really. I feel that I'm always in debt. Even though I'm not in debt and I have my savings, I feel that I cannot afford anything because, again, I'm burning through my savings. So this kind of generates a terrible feeling, which is the feeling of you are never done. You always have work to do. Even when you feel super tired, even when you feel that you need a break, 
you feel that you don't deserve it because you have still not achieved your goal. And it's been a year for me. It's been more than a year, actually, a year and uh, two months or so. And I'm still here. It still feels that I'm so far away from achieving my RAM and profitability, from achieving something close to a developer's salary. So I always feel that I need to work more, that I need to work weekends, that I need to work at night, and I don't deserve holiday. It's extremely hard for me to disconnect. So after the semi-holidays and then being sick and then having this terrible day where the script just didn't work, I felt that I was running out of time. And there's one thing that is also important for you to understand my struggle. I told my partner that if I would not be making enough money by the end of September, I would find a job. And I, I don't blame her whatsoever. This is something that I really need to do because the pressure of getting to the 30s and not having anything stable is unbearable. So I really need to find somehow a way to get money. But at the same time, I feel that if I'm not able to make it focusing full time, I will never do it by having a side job. And for sure, if I things come to that and I need to do it, you'll I will tell you how it works and maybe I'm just exaggerating. But yeah, this felt a lot, a lot of anxiety. I started feeling since anxiety is like a ball, like, you know, this ball that, you know, lays down in your throat or your chest, like a huge pressure and I, I couldn't enjoy life as I normally do and the weekend came and my partner wanted to do something and stuff and obviously go out but I didn't want to but I forced myself to do it but I couldn't really enjoy it was really really terrible but in the middle of everything there was a little bit of good luck as you know I love sailing and Renting a boat for one day in Portugal is very, very expensive. There's only one school that has a boat that is somehow affordable. But this boat has been broken. It has been broken for the past months. But on Friday, I got an email from the school saying that the boat was now available. I quickly booked it and I sent a message to a bunch of friends and we were able to schedule a sailing day for Sunday. That felt really, really good. I was able to disconnect, even though I still had this kind of feeling of anxiety. I was doing something that I really adored. So I was able to really, really disconnect. And in this boat, I invited a good friend. His name is João. I interviewed him. And he's probably one of the top entrepreneurs I know. Super talented entrepreneur, designer. Started his own company as like 16 or something. And he actually never worked a normal job. He was either an entrepreneur or a freelancer, but now is kind of feeling the same as I am. He's feeling this 30 crisis. He feels like he has to somehow settle down and, and find a more steady way of being paid. Because as a freelancer, he has a lot of troubles trying to get the payments on time and trying to get good clients and everything. And for the first time, he applied for a job. And one thing he mentioned to everyone in the boat was that he felt before that he couldn't apply for a job because 
he was too comfy as a freelancer as being his own boss and of course i totally understand this because even for me after a year it's really hard to go and uh, have a boss but it's interesting right because normally when people describe a tough decision in their lives is always from going from a nine to five job to being your own boss but for him was the opposite for him the hard decision was going from a freelancer to get a job he felt that he couldn't do it this is probably somehow related again with the millennials and the way we were taught because we always thought that the hardest part was to make the decision it was to take that leap of faith the hardest part from becoming a super successful entrepreneur is really to quit your job and focus on that but that's absolutely wrong that's the wrong concept that's actually the the easy part and if we go back to pokemon when ash went to conquer the world and travel and find all the pokemons he wanted that was the easy part to be honest there was like five minutes of the first episode and all the journey afterwards that's the hard part but i guess we got it wrong somehow we just think that the hardest part is to take that leap of faith no it's not believe me that that has been really the easiest part for me it just made sense of course i had my savings everything but that was easy the hardest part is what came next and i've been narrating the whole journey with you ups and downs and and you know so that's the first kind of mistake or misconception there is is that actually the journey is the hardest part and we are not prepared to do that again as millennials they told us that we could do anything but in reality society is not ready for this society is really comfortable for people that work for others they give you everything you need basically they give you the social security and the insurances and the doctor support and everything but they are not sponsoring you if you leave all of that to push for your own projects and it's funny because now that we are reaching our 30s we feel that we need to settle down and and try to find a job and families and everything but if i think about my 20s in my 20s i was motivated to find a job as well i was kind of pushed to try to find something stable and try to to get some experience so that then i could prepare myself to the 30s so we were never really motivated to take this leap of faith we were never really taught how to sell ourselves how to build our projects how to invest how to do all of that we were just taught that we need to fall in line and i think that's a problem that's why a lot of us sometimes feel so anxious and and feel that we don't have the full control of our lives that's why joan also feels that now that he's reaching his 30s he kind of lost the opportunity to take chances now it's time to just fall in line otherwise he does not know what will happen to his life so again by listening to this i started feeling even more anxious because i felt okay i'm not the only one which to be honest that was somehow good it's good when you don't feel alone but i felt that okay if he is the top entrepreneur i know and if he's feeling that way i mean yeah i i i'm even in a worse position 
And then, of course, the trough of sorrow continued. I started to doubt everything, even my community. I started to think that if I don't put enough attention to the community, it will just die. The little thing I have, this, the little MRI that I've built, it will just disappear. And I felt terrible. I spent the whole Monday watching Pokemon. I couldn't do anything. I was watching as Ash, Misty, and Brock were able to fulfill their dreams. And I felt like a fraud because I couldn't do the same for me. So I did something, something that I know it works when I'm in this state, which is to meditate. I should do it more often. And I've told you already in the past about meditation. And I know that some of you might not truly believe in it. And to be honest, even for me, I'm a very rational person. And everything that is somehow spiritual, I tend to take it with a grain of salt. But meditation works. I hit YouTube and searched for a meditation or guided meditation for 10 minutes. And I meditated. And five minutes have passed. Ten minutes have passed. And I was feeling so good that I decided to continue. I decided to do a little bit of soul search. Kind of a therapeutical session within myself. I started to question a lot of things from my past, from my future. And there was also one thought. One thought that popped to my mind that made me a little bit happier. This thing of spending the full Monday watching Pokemon because I did not want it to work is a privilege. Because even though I was doing that, my community was still working and it was still making money. To be honest, I even shared on the community, we have a group called Victories and Frustrations and I shared my frustration and I got such great feedback and encouragement. The community was still working. If I was working for someone else, even if I was feeling like shit, I had to go to work anyways. There's no way I could just tell my boss that I would spend the whole day watch Pokemon. So I felt that somehow there was something I had achieved. And then I went in the community and I saw something that also gave me a boost of motivation. Lala, one of the members, she's from the US and she loves postal cards. And she, in the community, met Luisa. She's another member of the community that lives in Germany. And she was being super thankful and appreciating the fact that Luisa had sent a postcard to Lala. And she actually wrote a blog post about this phenomenon and also how the community was able to do that. And that gave me such great motivation because of something that I've created, these two people connected. They would probably never connect if it wasn't for the community. So again, a little spark of hope kind of hit me. And I thought, wow, this is something I built, something that I would have never done if I was working for others. This is why I love entrepreneurship so much, because you get to really interfere in the world and leave your mark. Even if it's a very, very tiny mark, you get to do it. I also remember my conversation with Christy. I interviewed him and yes, he's on agency. And he told me that there is no plan B, that plan B for him 
is to just start all over and try again. I know that even if I find a new job, I will eventually go back to entrepreneurship. It's impossible. It's in my nature. It's impossible not to do it, really. Every I tried. I tried in the past. I worked for others. But after a few months at that job, I always tried to do something, either a side project or something inside the company. So I know that this will eventually happen. I started feeling much better, and today I got back to work. And I decided to go back to the script, the script that had previously sent me to that downward spiral. And this time, it worked. This time, I was able to push my videos to YouTube. Still, of course, I couldn't push all of them because of that stupid quotas. But I also got an answer from YouTube. They gave me a bunch of questions for me to answer. But it seems that the process is going, and I'll let you know if it worked or not. But just the fact that I could see my script working really gave me an extra motivation. And besides that, I shared it on Twitter and people started asking me how could they also use that, which kind of made me think that maybe this is a product. So there's a lot of positive things coming from this whole script and that day of work, but I couldn't just see it then. And I'm afraid that this kind of trough of sorrow will return in the future. But at least now I have some techniques to overcome it. And you probably will feel the same because to be honest, every bootstrapper feels the same. But I can give you two advice. One is to take a step back and really relax. This is going to be extremely hard to do, I know. But believe me, it's for your own good. And second, meditation. Just go on YouTube and search for guided meditation and try to follow and you'll feel much, much better. That's it for today's episode. I wanted to finish it on a positive note. I will continue watch Pokemon because, I don't know, I love to get that nostalgia, go back to my childhood memories. And this time I don't have to wait one week to see another episode or so. I can just binge watch it, everything on Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. So I'll continue to do that. Regarding this podcast... I, I'm not super motivated to do the interviews at the moment. Uh, I think it's really hard to kind of come up with new guests and all the preparation and the, uh, editing and everything. But we do have a lot of interviews already that you can just re-listen. So I'll probably take a step back or a pause from the interviews. But if you don't mind, I will still continue doing these freestyle episodes because I really like sharing my journey with you. So on Tuesdays, you can always count on with a freestyle episodes, and then maybe on Thursdays I'll come up with something else. I'm still figuring that out. Send me a message on Twitter. I would love to hear from you. Just go and uh, follow me on WB Podcast. And if you want to help this podcast and want me to succeed in my journey, make sure to become a member of the WB Space. It's $10 per month. Or you can as well buy my bootstrappers guide, which is $9 now, and it's a one-time thing, and you get the guide, and you can use it to kickstart another project. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. (laughs) 